Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In Vin's first session, we learn about his current status entering his sophomore year at the University of Texas. We cover his current situation, including his summer internship at a boutique investment bank after his freshman year, upcoming interviews, his current networking strategy, and we also dive into a detailed resume review. Even though Vin is checking a lot of boxes correctly, hear what I think Vin's biggest risks are in the recruiting process and how he can mitigate them. Enjoy. So thanks for jumping on this. You're the third kind of person kind of going through this program that I've jumped on with. Like I say, we already had one emergency session with with uh, Andrew because he had a he suddenly had this private equity interview, like a really um, amazing opportunity come up out of nowhere. So we did some mock interviews with him. We already had two sessions with him. Um, but yeah, it's good to finally get on the phone with you and kind of start yeah. diving in and, and getting going. So just it'd be great just to start off. I have like just a little bit of a short plan um, here to kind of go through, like, I want to go through your resume a little bit, but also just to sure. start off like an introduction. Um, can you just like tell, like, remind me where you are in the process? I know you had an investment banking internship this past summer, but just like go over that. And then like, how are things progressing now that you're starting your sophomore year? Like, what are your biggest concerns? What would you see as success kind of, I know you kind of are thinking maybe getting back up to New York and stuff like that. So it'd be great just to get a little background. Yeah. So, um, Again, so this summer I had the opportunity to do investment banking in a middle market boutique bank in Dallas, uh, in Texas. Um, is that level of specificity uh, okay? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, perfect. So um, I, I'm kind of been using that opportunity to um, expand my network, open as many doors as I can, and uh, kind of I've been recruiting right now for a few uh, spring and summer internships. And at the same time, um, just networking, um, talking to upperclassmen and alumni and people in the industry. Um, and so I have a few interviews lined up uh, in the next couple of weeks for um, various internships. So Nice. Did you get access to the investment banking course already? I did. I did. Okay. Gotten started on that. Yeah. Have you tried, have you been doing like focusing more like technicals at first? Usually people go technicals and then they do behaviorals last. I don't want you to like. Yeah. Yeah, no, that. Same, same with me. Yep. I've been doing okay. that as well. 
Okay, cool. All right, good stuff. Well, maybe before your any sort of important interview, we can try to, if it is coming up soon, maybe we can try to get a second session in. Um, yeah. Because sure. I think this one will be more like review over your resume and like networking and stuff like that, like what you've been doing and what's working, what's not. So um, just jumping in to your resume. So like everything, there's a lot of stuff. I like you, you do a lot of really great stuff here um, on it. I think one of the things I'd have you do is um, maybe in the WSO template, like you could save a lot of space up at the top by not stacking all your, like if you look at the WSO IB template, I can shoot it over to you after this. Sure. Um, you could get your name a little bigger. You could have the contact info over here in the upper right. So you actually, you surprisingly for a freshman, you have a lot to say. So I want to give you as much space and as much breathing room for the content rather than the header. Do you know what I mean? Sure, definitely. So um, take a look. I'll, sh I'll shoot over to you after this call, but take a look at that. That's the first thing, more aesthetics. I think overall, it's a little tight in here with all the sub bullets and the bullets. Um, okay. but the fact that you have a selected transaction experience is a huge plus. Um, typically, it's done where you have like a couple bullets up top and then you go the transaction experience. I don't okay. hate, I don't really mind this, but... Um, you can think about potentially moving that because it's it gets it's feels a little like cluttered up here. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, in terms of um, the deal cloud stuff that you had on there, there seemed to be a lot about deal cloud. I think maybe just make that into one bullet. I don't think you need two. Okay. Um, and then there's a couple things here. Um, just actually backing up before we even get into the resume, like. Do you have any specific concerns around like this whole process? Is it more like just getting ready for the interviews now? It sounds like you're getting interviews, which is a good sign. Yeah, and then also um, in terms of networking, if uh, advice there on best practices, I guess good questions and okay questions to ask and stuff like that. Yeah, again, just making sure you're you're hitting. Are these are these interviews for like reputable shops, middle markets, bulge brackets? Are they for all over the map? Yeah, uh, kind of all over the map, but um, not only investment banking. So I've been looking at private equity, too, for internships, um, right. and also um, a few uh, large investment management companies with uh, specific private equity or hedge fund divisions. So I've been kind of shopping around to different places. Good. Besides Good. An IB. You're not putting all your eggs in one basket, which is smart, and being so young. Yeah, in <laughs> an internship. the key is to get an internship somewhat related, right? Definitely. Cool, man. Okay, so so back to the resume. Um, yeah, I would just consolidate this. You talk about deal cloud, so I said consolidate it. Maybe put it up above your transaction experience. The fact that you have a selected transaction experience is a huge, huge plus as a freshman. That should give you a lot of looks. Um, I think overall you did a great job, like quantifying stuff. Um, I you could even do it a, go even a little further. Um, so, like, uh, let me give you an example. Um, Prepare potential buyers list that was exception with exceptional synergies. So there's a couple things about the language you use in your resume. Yeah. Um, you're well spoken. You clearly have a good vocabulary, but be careful not to oversell or over. Uh, I should over buzzword things. Like okay. Make things too. So like um, when you don't need a word specifically, um, it can almost look like filler if you like add exaggerated kind of language around it. Sure. So I'll, I'll give you some examples of where I think you could cut um, or get more direct about what specifically you did. Okay. Um, so, for example, um, streamlined uh, deal cloud database augmentation process by creating templates compatible for deal. So, like, 
the word augmentation process is probably like, okay, what does that even mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things where I'm like, okay. what does that even mean? Like, someone reading this Me probably would know what that means. Um, so like being more direct in your language gotcha. about specifically how that created a benefit for the organization um, is helpful. And it and if it's kind of a BS bullet, then just strike it. You know what I mean? You have good stuff in here. You don't need to fill it. Okay. Uh, with this, you could actually bump it up a point on your font, and it would be easier to read. And you could you could trim these a little bit in terms of your leadership. Sure. I think it'd be a, it would it would read better. Okay. Um, three nine. That's three nine is your freshman, I guess. I assume your GPA from freshman year. Uh, yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Um, social entrepreneurship fellowship program. So like, here's a very, here's a perfect example. This one, I was like, what the hell? Like, what is this? <laughs> what, what did you actually, what was the actual idea? Like, yeah. what were you solving for? So I understand it's just a okay. fellowship. Do you actually launch a venture in that 16 weeks? Yeah. So in those 16 weeks, we launch a venture and um, afterwards they it's been a pretty new program, so they opened up a new fellowship where uh, you can keep uh, working on that venture, expanding upon it, start to pitch to investors. But um, I'm I'm still working on that. I'm in different stages with it, so I don't uh, want to go into too much detail there. <laughs> do you feel like it's a, Do you feel like it's something that could um, potentially, like, if if the investment banks want to drill on it, are you comfortable speaking about it? Like I am. Industry? Yeah. Okay. Because. Um, like the identified key beneficiary pains, is that mean like beneficiary for people who are like for their beneficiaries once they pass? Yeah. So, um, so part of it uh, within a social enterprise would be identifying the beneficiaries, the market that you're targeting. And, uh, with that being a double bottom line, so having some social impact. So the beneficiaries are the, uh, the market that this, that the product that I'm creating is serving. And so the pains that they're facing is essentially what uh, this enterprise is trying to solve. So identifying those key pains is uh, what's tied key into my product. If that makes sense. Yeah, I just I just don't know what what you actually ended up doing. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it sounded like it was an Alexa okay. app. I see. So maybe put that first, like the actual third bullet. So okay. Like you frame it of like what it actually was. Okay. Um, sure. So reduce caregiver pains and mental ailments among ha like. How, is the tool like a, an organizational tool? Uh, it is. So it, it works with, um, we're, we're currently testing with various uh, elderly care homes. Yep. So it, it is an organizational tool in some, some way. Yeah. Well, I, just be more specific about what it does on the first bullet, just so you okay. frame it. I understand, yeah. Because like you're talking about these, like you're very, like the language is very flowery and not direct. So like when okay. I see this, it's a red flag. Like when I see on, let me give you an example. When I see on LinkedIn, like, like creative, like, like uh, disruptor, expert social media, expert cryptocurrency, this expert and all these people, it basically is BS. Right. Okay. And so like, yeah. no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I want it, you to give some meat to the actual bullets and if you don't have because someone's going to dig into that and if they smell bs like bankers can smell bs a mile a mile away if it yep. looks like bs and they drill you on it and you can't give them hard hard facts otherwise just better just leave your banking thing on there maybe make that a one bullet like um extracurricular okay do you know what i mean um yep. if you don't feel as confident about it or or if you're not if or if you don't feel like it's a good thing to kind of go into the banking interview and get drilled on okay um you may want to de-emphasize it Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll go. If back you're proud, if you're proud of it, and you think you're going to be pulling a lot of like your fit behavioral stuff from it, 
in terms of like things you learned and why you're interested in banking, then that's fine. Just make it more, much more direct, the language. Gotcha. Okay. I'll definitely, I'll change that. And like the high, how, why laddering journey maps, like all that stuff, like how it's applicable. Like, yeah. yeah. You're, you're dropping a lot of like, uh, you're dropping a lot of like a startup language and, and stuff like that, which is cool, yeah. but just be careful that you're not, um, it doesn't look like just a bunch of language thrown on there without like concrete of like what you, you actually did. Sure. Part of it. Was it yours specifically or were you a co-founder in that? Uh, no, it was me specifically. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so you may want to just say that, like even in the first bullet, like, like founded a Alexa app or founded, developed an Alexa app for da da da. And if it's actually, being used at a nursing home like that's more impressive to me the fact that it's even being piloted yeah is it I being piloted or not yet no no it, it is being piloted like, uh, in one that, location man. yeah just say that even if it's one location don't try to oversell it don't try to oversell yeah. it and make it look super impressive like just be gotcha. honest about it be like super straight about it and actually be more impressive yeah i thought in the conversation when they're asking about those points i could go into those details but i think i get what you're saying i should be more direct about uh, and then I'll get. Yeah, especially questions. first what it is like. Just just try to explain it to like a, a, fi a fifth grader, like okay. Alexa app, da da da. Because you're you're getting into like a lot of the. Because I know the fellowship program was a lot about like the analysis of the market and all that stuff, and then you dove into that. But to me, I'm trying to figure out what you actually built. Like when you, fellowship, okay, what you what it what was the outcome of it? So start with like the ending, and then kind of build in how you how you came to that. Sure, I think that'll Thank make you. it stronger. Yeah, no worries. Um, and then like very minor stuff, like uh, on the Texas, uh, the stock team, you say, you know, uh, manage 10K portfolio in stocks, you need to put them up to outpace the S&P 500. I, my next question would be by how much? <laughs> Over what time frame? <laughs> yep. Should I uh, add that in there? I would, yeah. Even if it's only 10%, 5%, it's still interesting. Um, yeah. And I would like to know how many stocks, how many actually names did you purchase, did you buy? So developed value theses, how many? So, you know. Uh, yeah, so... It was involved with a couple of other people. And so cumulatively, I think we were in about nine stocks. But that's great. Like I'd love to, and what specific um, industry, what specific industries. And I have notes on this as well, by the way. In, sure. I'll give you access to this so you can kind of go there. But good for you to take notes. But um, I'll give you access so you can take a look after. But I think saying the number of names you're in and any specific kind of sector focuses you had on. You just sure. got to be careful because then you get in the you get in the room with, a, with somebody who knows that industry and they may drill you a little. Right, right, right. Um, and that's part of why I um, left I it out. Yeah, because um, you know we were it was uh, like I said it was multiple of us and we were kind of focusing on a bunch of different industries and so um, since this was a cumulative effort when I started was there industry, was there one that you specifically were more involved in one one trade or one name? Uh yeah, there was. Uh, it was in marijuana actually. Uh, Oh, okay, so that's why <laughs> I want to leave it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so got it. Is there another one you're involved in? Uh, yeah, there was one. Um, there was one technology deal that we were working on, stock that we invested in. Um, but I, I can note that down. Well, you don't have to, yeah, I would do. I would just maybe um, say, you know, I was specifically more involved in the one, and you know, maybe drop some drop some names. But it was a cumulative effort. But you know, I worked on specifically on this tech one, and and then just know that one really well. Okay. Okay. Um, in case they drill you. Um, and then sharing our smiles, co-founder, director of operations. You started this a while ago. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This was back in high school, and we're still uh, we're still doing it to this day. So really proud cool. of that. So so 
I, I think this is great. I think, again, nonprofit organization dedicated to providing innovative solutions support to global philanthropic efforts. So innovative solutions is a super vague. It's just super vague. Again, you're not okay. telling me directly what you guys are doing. Like I get a little bit of the taste in the bullets. Like right, getting, but not in the description. Right. Like are you That's... guys focused on like getting um, resources to other charities? Or are you guys raising it yourself? Are you guys collecting it yourself and then distributing it? Are you working on the distribution of it? Are you working at like, what is the shit? What's the sharing our, our smiles? Like what's the main, um, like not, it, not advantage or what's the main kind of, what's the main goal of it? Um, and then what's the main okay. like way you guys are executing on that goal? Main goal. Would you like for me to answer? Um, yeah. If or, you're, or we, I don't want to put you on oh, the spot, yeah. but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, so, I guess your main goal would be uh, was actually identifying uh, different efforts that people in the organization were uh, passionate about and finding organizations that were supporting those efforts and finding out what needs they had uh, financially. So the, I guess the innovative solution part would be what is the at the time, what would be the most um, the effective way to raise money for them in so, that effort so or you're going you're going out to other nonprofits and helping them and trying to see where they, to raise money. So it's a financial, yes. it's a not, it's almost like a consult, a financial consulting nonprofit. In some way, um, except we are the ones that do most of the fundraising for them. But yes, but, in some way. But yeah. it's a finance, it's, it's almost like a fundraising slash thing. So like consultancy think, of some sort. Yes. Yeah. I think you should really, I mean, that's good for a finance resume. I think you should focus if that's what you primarily did. And you raised, you know, 41,000, over 2,000 books, all this stuff. And, yeah. like, I think you should do that. And say, like, frame it as, like, a finance. Yeah, as a uh, finance thing. Because innovative, finance innovative solution. And so, or instead of saying innovative solutions, nonprofit is dedicated to providing other nonprofits direct support to their greatest in their greatest needs. So you can put parentheses, like, financial consulting, fundraising, um, whatever, marketing, whatever else you guys did. Yeah, sure, definitely. So, Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like more direct, yep, yep. more direct about what you guys actually did. So, like specifically, if your co-founder, so like maybe your other co-founder was doing other stuff. I don't know. One focusing one thing, maybe you were focusing on another. Um, but I think it's good. Um, you have like a lot of. I, I love the quantification of, of all of it. So increased donation amount by forty percent in event attendance. But I would say the amounts too, even okay. if it's like fifty people or a hundred people, that's fine. Okay. Um, or 20 people it, it doesn't matter it's just um you know don't <laughs> the percentages get like you know if it's if you're growing off a base of 10 to and then it's 22 it just looks kind of disingenuous if you say it grew 120 percent. you know what i mean sure yeah so that's what i mean that's what i want like the, the overall theme of the resume is like you have a lot going for you on having the summer analyst after your freshman year right. don't don't mess yourself up overselling stuff that doesn't matter or that has much lower okay. importance okay don't oversell your other stuff undersell your other stuff and let them bring it out and be like oh actually yeah it's being piloted at a, oh wow okay oh actually yeah we did do this and this is what we focused on like i'll give you an example this one nonprofit had this we were able to raise twenty thousand dollars for them doing this you know what i'm saying sure so it's it's really more about underselling those experiences there's no because over the only time you should potentially oversell if it's for something that like trying to get transaction experience on your resume because you're desperate <laughs> to show something bank bankify it or whatever 
Okay. Like you already have that. You don't need to risk any sort of oversell on the other stuff. Okay. Um, the other thing I love the intro. Uh, so going further down, um, I love the honor stuff. That's great. Um, says you're a smart kid. Um, I, I'm just reading my notes here that I took. Um, I think we covered everything. Oh, and the modeling, instead of just saying financial modeling training program, be specific. So get the, use that opportunity to have more buzzwords. So three statement, financial modeling, merger modeling, M&A, or, you know, M&A modeling, LBO modeling, valuation course. And then I would have a number over 150 hours of self-study, over 70 hours of self-study, however many hours you spent in there. Okay. Brag sure. about that there. Cause like, I want to know if I'm hiring you, like you didn't just like buy it. You actually did it. Okay. Um, I think that'll help. And then certification, that's good. Yeah, so um, just yeah. regarding the certification, I'm still working on it. Um, I've been on and off because of school and other things. So would it be um, good to leave it on there and say in progress or should I? Uh, you can, you can it strike on? it. I don't think it's adding much. Um, yeah. I don't really know what the Bloomer certification is. Is that like the markets one? Like Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not bad to show interest, but... If I think I'll add gonna, it on there once I'm done. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other stuff is your interests. While I really like them, I want more specifics. So like these are a little general professional football and basketball is, is cool. Musical production, what type of music um, specifically? Are you, You're the one actually producing the music? Uh, yes, yeah. Okay, me so and another friend of mine, yeah. So that's awesome. So like tell me, is there a certain type of music? Uh, indie and pop. Yeah. Indie pop. So you, I would I would say that finance and knowledge okay. podcast, and maybe there's a couple in there as examples. Yes. Yep. I have a few. So I should be specific with that then. Yeah. Just or yeah, just put a couple in there. You know, after in parentheses, because it it just it gives a lot of people put interest on their resume and they're not really interested in it. Sure. And so putting some examples opens the conversation more. Oh, tell me about that one, or tell me about specifically like, how are you producing? What are you using to produce? You know your indie music you know or like what programs and stuff like that how did you learn that and that okay. could be you could have half your interview could be on that <laughs> which is a good thing <laughs> yeah um because you're you're more memorable you're more personable you're more likable you're more likely to get the job because you check all the other boxes you know what i mean yep okay cool um oh big thing your name um i would shorten it man i would just go with the short version unless you feel culturally that's like an affront to your culture or something you know what i mean i would just go with the bin okay perfect yeah no i uh i wanted so to do that too easier. but um but my school yeah they they wanted it to have the full name and but i thought you know leaving vin on uh just because uh when just for formalities i guess I mean, your email my official name email is is short so anyways yeah. i would go short because it just makes it easier to you know, it's easier to remember. It's easier for for people who aren't as comfortable saying your your real you know full name and stuff like that. Personally, right. um, I don't think it's going to hurt you going short. You know. Yeah. Um, no problem. Other minor thing. So that's pretty much it for the resume. I mean, really, really tight, really good. Actually, much better than I usually see, especially Thank you. for a freshman. Um, so I think you're in a really good place right now, um, and that's. I think that's showing itself why you're getting interviews. doesn't surprise me. Thank you. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah. What I would say is they have this copy of this resume, right? Which they're going to probably be getting, grilling you on. So just that's be, true, but be now ready I know to, to look out for. Yeah, just be ready to downplay this stuff and kind of back. If they, if they start pushing hard on some of these, like make sure you're super direct about your answers, man, because if you start giving flowery 
what like get really direct about what specifically you did because if you start giving them flowery language it's just gonna they're just gonna gonna rabbit hole yeah yeah they're gonna they're not gonna like that okay um social media quick audit i think everything's good nothing crazy on your facebook or your linkedin um i'd say probably make your facebook private so i can't like people who aren't your friends can't see it okay there's pretty there's nothing bad on there but there's no real big upside was okay Uh, well i mean i don't think i'm friends with you and i could see some stuff okay um and then i really like your um your linkedin is solid man a great great photo great smile you're you're actually look happy (laughs) that's good (laughs) that's good Um, oh i hope so (laughs) yeah um i think this is good i think um the only thing on your experience and i think it was good because you don't you're not crazy overselling it which i like is you didn't have a ton of financial modeling on there, right? Which you probably didn't do. You're doing a lot of like more of the, the more intern. Updating. I mean, come on, let's yeah. be honest. You're doing the intern work, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, if you could use the opportunity maybe or a bullet to potentially say in there something like, um, at least for one of the transactions, like studied financial, studied the uh, model um, in spare time to try and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know, something along the lines of where like you show that you took initiative to actually dig through the models. Okay. I mean, did you look in the, any of the models that, that the analysts were working? Yeah, no, um, that's exactly what I had to do for, um, for a few of them. But I didn't, I didn't think that would be something you'd put on a resume bullet point, but typically isn't, but, um, just to show them that like you were taking initiative, did, was gotcha. there one specifically you knew really well? Uh, yeah, there was. It was uh, the Polaris, or names not First on there. One? It was the construction machinery distributor. Yeah, so so I think for that, like, um, probably putting... Um, that and the, uh, the trucking company. On the yeah, third. probably something in there, like, um, reviewed finance, you, you, you re- reviewed three-statement model, um, blah, 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 to uh, work with the analysts to... Okay. Blah, 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 something like that. Or okay, to, yeah. To, to review financial projections and something like that. Just so you can say three-statement model up there. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I think it'll help. Because you have a lot of everything else, precedents, public comparables, DC. you got all the good buzzwords in there. you got LOI in there, CIM. you got you got <laughs> a lot of good stuff. Um, Thank you. So I think this is good. So, and so I guess... Let's talk a little bit more now, uh, like networking and back up a little bit about kind of your progress. So you're already getting interviews. Are these mostly on-campus interviews? Like, are you getting these opportunities through? Yep, yep. They've, um, yep, they've been in uh, the general state and uh, on-campus interviews. And so are, are most of these internships for being in Texas? Uh, yeah, right now. Right now, yep. Okay, and so like your sophomore summer is probably going to end up being in Texas. Or have you reserved, resigned That's, yourself to that, or are you still shooting for, for New York, potentially? I haven't resigned myself to that. Um, I'm, I'm still shooting for New York. I'm looking at a few different places and reaching out and seeing what I can do. But uh, for the most part, I'm getting interviews for Texas. Is there a way you can uh, make a trip to New York? Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is. <clears throat> uh, just as the opportunity arises, uh, I was going to plan on doing that. So tell me like how you're <clears throat> currently networking are you using linkedin you're doing alumni what else what's yep yep i uh yeah so i've been using alumni pretty heavily um i use linkedin very much uh just to find different people in different uh groups and as well as in the investment teams that i'm in there's a lot of 
uh, upper classmen that have uh, connections through their internships and through associates and uh, MDs. So they've been connecting me with people as well. Um, that's are, where are those kids who already have like offers, like full time offers and stuff. Yes, yes. Oh, that's huge. That's a yeah. huge channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's... paved the way for me, man. Don't mess up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are the main channels I've been using. It's um, yeah. Do you feel like it's so the hit rate's probably super high on those? Yeah. The, yeah. Because I've been using pretty close relations so far. Um, but I think as I. I was looking for tips on when I'm, you know, reaching out to places that I haven't uh, had much of a connection to that. What tips you have there for me? Well, yeah, one thing I noticed looking at your LinkedIn is you don't have that many. You have 300 something connections, which sounds like a lot for some people, but it's really not. No, no, it's 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 not. It's, I think I know you're just a, you know, you're just starting your sophomore year, but like now is the time if you could get that up to like seven or eight hundred or even a thousand before your um before this year's over. Okay. I think that's a great goal. So okay. that means you're, I mean, you could do this in a week, dude, where you like yeah. invite every banker and every, like, <laughs> like I know you don't, you don't want to go crazy. Um, you should start off with like 30 a day and just spend that, you know, half hour, hour. And you can start with like, okay, so first off, you do alum. Start off for sure, alum. Sure. That's and fine. you could do alum in New York, especially. Yeah, because um, that's going to be a nice channel there for you. And I think for for your school, they're super like supportive, right? Everyone's they, like, I go like everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, they are. And and there's a there's actually a few specific organizations that are tailored to uh, recruiting for New York. So those are for the spring semester that I'm recruiting for. Do you feel like it's going to be too late or for sophomore, it's okay for sophomore? No, so, so they're for sophomores. Yeah, they recruit in late fall, early spring. So just how, around how competitive, how competitive is that? Uh, it's pretty competitive, but um, I, I think that I, I have a pretty decent chance. How uh, many kids um, do you think are, that are sophomores are going to be going for? The, how many seats are there, do you think, and how many kids are going for it? So they take about uh, 30 students, wow. uh, 30 sophomores, and I'd say there'd be a, probably around 100, uh, 150 competitive candidates, uh, people with experience um, that uh, aren't really involved in the investment team. So it's, it's, still really, it's still really competitive. It is. It is pretty competitive, um, okay. but I'm, I'm putting in the effort just like everyone else's. So well, you, have a, you, have a good did, you have a big advantage. How did you land that initial internship, that summer internship after freshman year? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, so um, I was just, uh, I knew I wanted to do investment banking. Um, I, I knew I wanted to do an internship there, definitely. So I thought I could try and find some boutique ex experience. Uh, so I reached out to a few upperclassmen, um, looked at their previous internships, and uh, one of them connected me with a place that he interned at, which was the same place I went to, yep. and connected me with uh, an MD, a managing partner, actually, um, at the firm, who is also uh, an alum from my school, Perfect. and yep, and that's uh, that was it. There, the rest is yeah. Just... You're hired. You think you're hired? Yeah. You're <laughs> Pretty that's much. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, cool, man. Well, it sounds like you're doing a great job with that. I mean, that program sounds incredible, but I don't want you to just put all your eggs in that basket either. Like, I want you to have a backup plan and definitely 
I think a lot of your focus, if you're if you're having all these interviews and you have this program, I think almost all of your focus and our our focus together over the next several sessions should just be drilling on mocks. Yep. Like yep. Interview, I, interview, interview, like <laughs> like going crazy, just like nailing every single question from your not just your technicals, but your fit, especially. Yeah. I have a feeling where you're gonna need the most work. You're smooth, but I have a feeling where you need the most work is your fit, not to oversell. Okay. So that's what I'm gonna get you to do is just like <laughs> is I'm noting that down. <laughs> actually, actually looking more. Um, you're almost like too. You don't want to come across as too comfortable and too like. Um, almost like you got to be a little nervous going into it. They want to see a little of those nerves. They don't want. You don't want to feel like you expect it. Do you know what I mean? Like you okay. know, almost like it's an honor to be here <laughs> a little yeah, bit. Yeah. No, I. Uh, um, I know what you mean. I, I. I'd say it definitely comes out. Um, at times, uh, but I, I feel like with all the work I've been doing, I just kind of built my confidence a little bit more. So. Sure, but but I, I completely understand what you're saying. That's really good, and that's really good because guess what? It's a lot easier to walk it back a little bit from there than to try and push somebody up where they're not comfortable. So like we can work on that um, because you could be the best modeler, you could have the best internship experience, but if you just strike somebody the wrong way or they feel like you're over embellishing for whatever reason on on X Y Z resume you could really, it can ding you, you know, for, and you can be like, well, how is this guy who has no IV experience getting this over me? Like, this makes no sense. What the hell is going on? It could be so you rub the person, rub somebody the wrong way. So Gosh. I just want to make sure you don't do that. I want to make sure you're super, like, um, super polished on that front so that you're coming across yes. as super genuine, super direct, um, and that, um, and then, yeah, you land, you land in a good spot. So are these, is this program, you said there's about 30 kids, is it mostly going to like top banks and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, there's been a great, great, uh, great cohorts come out of there. Um, all for the most part, uh, I'd say about ninety percent bulge bracket. Um, mm -hmm. New York, a few go to a uh, Houston. Yeah, um, I mean, even if you get a middle market bank, your sophomore summer, you're really teed up. Yep, yep. You're teed up. That's cool. Okay. Well, I assume does sophomore summer lead to like another junior do you typically does that roll into another su summer analyst internship the following year at the same bank when you talk to people who've gone through this program i assume it does yeah um so so they mostly tailor so for the sophomores since they're going to be recruiting in the spring and the summer it's more for that junior internship it's less for their sophomore summer but because um, most oh, so, people usually so have the, that lined up by then oh so the program is really for the following year and a half <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's, it's accelerated just like all. So the it's time. like they're expecting you to take care of yourself for sophomore summer. And they're like, this is just the, the programs for junior summer. Pretty much. Yeah. And if you don't have something for the sophomore summer, I'm, uh, they, they help out, but okay. it's more for the junior year summer. Wow. This is great, man. This might be easier than we thought, especially because you're starting. <laughs> <right there. laughs> yeah. Let's think, oh, no, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, like I think that. I think honestly, a lot of our time should just be spent uh, drilling. So tell me, are you interested in um, buy side eventually? Is that kind of thought process, or are you thinking maybe um, staying in um, staying in banking for a little while might be a good you know analyst associate promote? I I honestly think what I've been preaching lately is that there's such an exodus coming from banking to go to private equity that there's actually an opportunity if you just stick in banking to like shoot up the ranks really fast because there's a huge gap in talent at the in the middle ranks like the, yeah. the experienced analyst to associate that you can quickly get a promo promo into associate 
um, and get pretty compensated pretty well if you do if, if you're in a good group. Yeah, and um, you know, I with the with the internship I had this past summer, I really liked investment banking, and uh, I wanted to explore it at a higher level. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the reason I was interested in private equity was because I explored the sell side of things, but I wanted to see uh, what goes in on the buy side into the investment considerations, what they go through. So um, I'm not entirely sure long-term what I want to do, but um, I I definitely know that I want to gain more experience so I can come to that conclusion. Yeah, no, for sure. I think you're on the right right path. Either way, whether you want to go PE or IB long-term, IB is the right place to start. So thank you. Yeah, it's what I've heard for the most part. Yeah. So do you have any questions specifically about like things coming up? So when's your next kind of big interview? Uh, it's, uh, next Thursday. Okay. And, um, this is for a sophomore summer. It is. And are they interviewing other sophomores? Uh, yes, I, I believe they're all sophomores from, from what I know. Yeah. And it's a bank, it's a bank. No, it's uh, an investment management company. So I'm going to be interviewing for their private equity division. Do you know if they're making direct investments or do you know if they're, is it more like a fund of funds? Uh, no, uh, they, they direct make direct investments. investments. Yep. Oh man, you have a lot of studying to do. I do. That's why I, <laughs> uh, I requested uh, the, private equity, for the private equity guide. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I'm okay. going to be grinding that these next few days. And yeah. well, uh, listen, if you want, we can maybe try on like a Wednesday or just do a short session or something. Um, before yeah, that, yeah, I love that. I, I'd be, I don't want, I don't want things to get so far along here with all of my mentees were like, they were like doing these sessions and all these mock interviews after all the interviews have passed. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the point? Like a lot of the, yeah, value, we, yeah, yeah, all the offers are already given. <laughs> I think a lot of the value will be in the mock interviews because I think, okay. you know, at least from my experience, when I went through the whole process way back in the day, like I got so much better on my like 19th and 20th interview was leaps and bounds high, better than my, first and second just because of pride just simply because of practice and i didn't do enough mocks ahead of time i probably did like three or four mocks i didn't do 10 or 20 mocks gotcha. and like it's a big difference man and 19 and 20 is a big difference from one to two that's all i have to say like you don't want to be going into there having only done a few mocks uh because you'll just be so much more polished and so much more but i think it's it's also important to do it with somebody who will kind of be honest with you and i'll, I'll be straight um i'll tell you like tone it down here you can brag more here you know <laughs> yeah yeah That's no it. i i appreciate that um cool yeah i'd love that mentorship awesome man okay so um any other questions about kind of next steps and where, where we go from here um so yeah we can uh we can schedule uh if you're free that that session short session to review uh, yeah, do let's, let's do that yeah. let's get that on the calendar and then the other thing i wanted to talk about we started talking about networking so it sounds like you're fine with all the stuff you have going on. So in terms of like priorities for you, interview prep should be like 90%, but I wouldn't just shut off the networking completely because you don't have a lot of connections on like on LinkedIn, not that you should as a freshman, but I, I feel like you have a lot of room to grow there and a lot of value to gain um, by doing some stuff there. So I would, I would still spend a couple hours a week um, trying to reach out to new people, have some, have maybe a one or two conversations Okay. With other people just to, to continue to do, to kind of build that network out. Um, but yeah, I think almost the majority of, 
of your prep right now, since you have the PE one coming up, should be PE. LBO modeling, walk me through an LBO model, why private equity, what interests you about it? Um, what would you look for in investment? Um, in private, what makes a good investment? Stuff like that, those types of questions. Yep. All the stuff you'd expect. Um, so yeah, we can kind of go through that and we can go through your answers um, potentially as early as next week and we, we'll just accelerate the, the sessions so that um, you kind of feel a little bit more prepped for that. Perfect, yeah. And do you have people you can prep with this week coming up? Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a few people um, that I've already sp spoken to that uh, awesome. we're going to be talking and doing a few mocks too. Perfect, perfect. Okay, good. So hopefully when I talk to you, it'll be a little more polished. Yep. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> no it'll pressure. be as polished as it can be. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. All right, man. Um, anything else in terms of like like the New, the New York trip, stuff like that? Um, any thoughts about timing? for that i mean you probably want to plan it out a couple months ahead of time you know yeah yeah um i you know i wanted to finish all the interview prep first just in case um anything like that would come up yeah um, I, and uh i wouldn't want to waste an opportunity going to new york and it being something like that so yeah uh, once i finish these up uh and i get back on my uh networking grind then um I'm definitely going to schedule probably in the next like month, month and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Um, cause I think that'll be good. I think just trying to make the time, even if you spend only a couple of days, they're just trying to make sure you stack that stack those days yeah. as full as possible. Um, to make it really worthwhile. I think it'd be great. But yeah, you have, I mean, even though your school isn't like directly target for you have a, it's, it's a large alumni base. So you, you, you have, you get a lot of good support. So I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good support. Um, and yeah, well, thank you for having me, Patrick. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's stay in touch. And um, yeah, let's let's try to get you ready for this this one on next Thursday. Awesome. Awesome, thanks. man. Chat soon. See you. Okay, bye. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, Patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.